want to welcome all my friends and listeners to the latest Denny Artachi Show podcast. I have a very special friend and guest here, Mr. Jermaine Dukes. You're not going to be shy in front of this, are you? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, I like to have people like you in a local community. Uh, you're a very gifted musician. I've enjoyed many shows and, and things that we've done together. But, uh, folks, if you're ever interested in learning how to play the drums, Jermaine has decided to take that luxurious life on the road and leave it behind to promote his drum lessons. <laughs> yeah. You sure you're not going to miss the travel and the, the bad food and all that stuff in the late <laughs> nights? Um, I might miss it a little bit, but I love teaching a whole lot more than I like playing. So, How, how long have you been playing drums? I've been playing drums all my life. I'm 39. I've been playing 37 years since I was two years old. Since you were two. Wow. Mm -hmm. And uh, you read. You're actually you're trained to read music. You don't just uh, you know tap it out. You can actually read music, right? Absolutely. I've been reading music since I was in the sixth grade. Thank God for a very good public school system who had a band program that I was able to learn how to read music, and I played in band for all six years from sixth grade all the way through 12th grade so can they throw anything in front of you and you be able to handle it pretty much if it's rudimental snare drum solo orchestral snare drum solo or any drum set music i pretty much can read it well that's cool because look that opens a door for session work you know if you're not familiar with songs they can just give you the music and do it do you think do you think if if our listeners have kids who want to learn or if they're aspiring musicians is it really important? To, I mean, can they do it without having to learn, you know, how to read music? Yes, absolutely. You can learn how to play drums without reading music, which is basically playing by ear or some of the older musicians call mm -hmm. it playing by rote. But in my opinion, it's better to learn to read music because reading music, I always use the analogy of speaking the English language. Anybody can learn how to speak the English language from learning to from just listening to it. And that's the same way people learn how to read music from playing by ears, just listening to it. But why do you not want to be able to read and understand well, and know the alphabet of music? Well, because it's a different it's a different discipline. I'm self-taught mm -hmm. and I have pitch. I, I, I never knew what it was until I picked up the guitar and I taught myself how to play. Mm -hmm. And um because that's that's a separate skill set. You know, there's there's people that can just jump on a drum kit and learn some grooves and practice and practice, mm -hmm. and never have a desire to read. But it seems like yes, if you could read, that'll open it up for you to play all types of different music without having someone show you how to do it. Mm -hmm. But I I've got to ask you, if someone wants to just start immediately, how hard of it? You know. How long would it take them to, to read and say, okay, Jermaine, you've taught me now for six months how to read music. Mm -hmm. Now I want to play that John Bonham solo. <laughs> mm. You see where I'm going with that? Yes. I mean, they, they, they may not want to play band music. What if somebody just wants to learn how to play rock or blues? Do you still say that they should learn how to read? Well, if that's their only goals, if they just want to be a hobbyist, then I'll teach them how to play by ear. Okay. I'll teach them how to get a drum and put the beat to the songs and how to basically play by ear. That's totally possible if that's what they want to do. I just feel like you're limiting yourself because then you're limiting your ability to, to understand what you're playing. Well, the, the reason I say is mm -hmm. you may find some older people like me mm -hmm. <laughs> 
who just want to do this as a hobby. Right. And 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 and, and they'll, they're willing to pay the private lessons because, uh, I mean, do you know what you're going to charge for your lessons for drums? Um, I do have an idea of the rate, but okay. the rate depends on whether I'm coming to you or whether you're coming to me. So the rate is different if I'm coming to you versus me, so, you coming to me. If anyone listening or watching, if they want to, what, what is the best number to reach you for drum lessons? The best number to reach me at is 305-896-4716. Once again, that's 305-896-4716. And you can reach me there through calling me, text message, or leave a voicemail. But I prefer, if you call, I prefer you to leave a text message versus a voicemail. Yeah. And uh, do you have a website also? I do not at the moment. What about uh, a Facebook page? Yes. My Facebook page is JD Drum Styles. I also have a YouTube channel with many drum lessons on there, and it's also JD Drum Styles. As cool. Well. You know, when I first met uh, Jermaine, he <laughs> uh, he didn't know any of my songs, but uh, we, uh, I forgot what it was. Uh, the drummer couldn't make it last minute. You came in. And because of your flawless meter and your skill sets, it was a great evening. And I'm like, oh, so that's what it's like to play with someone with good meter. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can throw anything at them, and, and they're not lost. Yeah, because right. it amazes me sometimes, and, and I love so many different style drummers. How do you compare uh, a John Bonham to a Stuart Copeland, uh, to a Steve Gadd, to, to a Buddy Rich? You know, they all like guitar players. There's no one that, that trumps them all. Oh, I said the bad word. Trump's them all. <laughs> no politicals, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Um, but, you know, the different genres of music, it takes a different discipline. And I do notice that you play church. Mm -hmm. you, you had a Steely Dan tribute you did. You play jazz. Uh, you can even play classical music. And mm -hmm. that just takes an amazing skill set. Now, you like to – you want to talk about areas of focus, and one is – one is that you want to teach your students to be able to play or make any song and any genre feel amazing. So yes. how do you, how are you going to go about that, you know, with your students? The way you go about that is first thing is that they got to learn how to do is playing in time. The first thing in order before you could start manipulating the feel of a song, meaning like making a song feel like you're playing on top of the beat and making it feel real edgy where it feels like, oh, man, this song is really pushing. <laughs> you know? Right. Or if the song feels like like some of the slow blues feels where they feel way behind the beat. Some of the old blues guys, I'm sure you heard, call it gut bucket where they play real laid back. But in order to, before you get to be able to play those fields, you have to be able to first have a good grip on just playing in time itself. I would think that's the first thing you should learn as a drummer is mm -hmm. timing, how to count. Uh, you, you're the heartbeat of the band. Absolutely. If the, drummer, if the drummer's not on time, it's really hard for us singers and guitar players to do our thing. It just really is. Yeah. But, but that is a learned skill set. You've got to want to have good meter as opposed to let me show you how many licks I can play or roles I can fill in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know that you've done some videos on your Facebook that showed rudiments of how to do certain roles, uh, which was pretty pretty cool as a guitar player I would see there. But you have to first teach them how to count and have meter, right? Absolutely. That's the first thing you learn. That's the foundation. Foundation. And then do you, do you start off on the snare, the kick? Like, there's someone who's starting off and you say, okay, 
We're going to talk about meter. This is how you should count. Mm-hmm. What is the first thing they should get down? The snare, hi-hat, and kick, and how they all work together? Absolutely. If I'm t- starting a person from day one on the drums, if they've never played the drums before, first thing we're going to learn is we're going to learn the names of the drums. We're going to learn how to properly set up a drum set. Okay. We're going to learn how to properly hold the sticks, how to properly hit the drums, because there is a correct way and there is a not-so-correct way. Because if you don't hit the drums the right way, then you could be damaging yourself physically and eventually run into problems like tendonitis or carpal tunnel syndrome. So we're definitely going to work on first, how do I properly hit the drum, getting a good rebound stroke off the drum. Then after we get a focus on that, then we would focus on learning our very first drum set groove. And the emphasis is just going to be on the hi-hat, the snare drum, and the bass drum at that point. We're just working on three three limbs and three-way coordination at that point is what y'all would call it. And that would be the exactly where we started from the beginning, learning how to basically just hold down a groove because that is the bread and butter of a drummer's job. It's not to be Terry Bozio. Terry Bozio is probably (laughs) one of the only drummers that makes a living as a solo drummer. (laughs) A drummer's job is to be a support, is to make you feel good. You know, as a singer, as a songwriter, as an artist, you should be able to say, man, when this drum was playing, this feels great. When I'm singing, he doesn't speed up, and now the the song is too fast, and I can't sing my phrases. I'm tripping over the words because the drummer sped up. But no, the drummer has to have control and know how to keep the main thing the main thing. What about... Um what about intermediate drummers? You know, they've played a little bit, they've got some rudiments down, but now they want to get to the next level. Do you find that those are more challenging because they've either developed bad habits or, or I mean, are, are they easier, the coach, than a beginner, or is it the opposite? Well, it depends on how far along a beginner is, and it also depends on how coachable the beginner is. If a beginner comes in, and I mean, an intermediate person comes in and they learn some stuff, but they recognize that, hey, I'm still learning yeah. and that I need some help. Then they'll be easier to help versus some of the ones who come in and they feel like, hey, man, I already got this down. I don't want to work on that stuff. And then when you see them playing, you're like, well, you actually could spend, <laughs> a, spend a little bit more time working on these basics and things, you know. There's so, a I know for uh guitar players there's no shortage of great players in the community i i listen to so many uh, guys and i learn from all of them they all have that nice story to tell and they're all and it's great i love all flavors of music like you do mm-hmm. i mean do you um you enjoy playing for the church right i mean they Absolutely. they've been great to you it's, it's it's a spiritual thing that you do mm-hmm. but you also enjoy the other uh genres you were on a road with uh, Memphis Lightning, and man, you guys were traveling like nobody's business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you had you had very few days off. I'm like trying to keep up, going, man. Those are young guys out there doing that. You ain't gonna find this old guy doing it. And that's what I mean. That it's a, the road is a tough life. People don't understand the traveling, Absolutely. the late nights, the you know the 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 fast food and stuff like that. Yeah. So I hope that. You know, you still play, but you build this business as well. You do have a lot to teach. You have different rudiments. You're 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 I, classically trained. It seems like, and you always approach it logically with your drums. I, mm-hmm. I never see you kind of, unless you get very excited. 
and then all bets are off, right? Right. Yeah. But is there is there a certain is there a certain type of music that for listeners or aspiring drummers that you think uh, you can focus more on? You have more to offer as opposed to other styles. Well, I think it depends on every person's individual goal. What are you, at the end of the day, why are you wanting to learn the drums? What is your end goal? Where do you want to go? And that's how I kind of determine what I recommend for them and the yeah. path that I kind of, because I tailor make each lesson is different. Every student is different. Every person learns different. So you have to tailor make the lessons towards what their goals are and what they want to achieve and what they want to get out of the lessons so it depends on totally on what the students want to do if they want to want to become a rock drummer and they want to learn bon, john bonham type of things then we'll design a program to get them towards that we'll see where they are and see what they need to learn in order to be able what do you need to have in your vocabulary in order to be able to play those john bonham type grooves what type of technical ability do you need to have in order to play those John Bonham-style triplets that John Bonham loved to play? So we'll take a realistic look at what you want to do, and then we'll cater the lesson towards that. If you want to do rock, we'll focus on rock. Now, it's interesting. Uh, you either go to them or they'll come to you. And you're, uh, what city are you based out of? I'm out of Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I, I, we did talk about this uh, when you and I were uh, on the road in Memphis together, mm -hmm. that you're picking up virtual lessons, right? Yeah. Just do it on Zoom or, or Google Meet. Mm -hmm. And you're in front of the camera each, and you, you can teach that way as well. Absolutely. We could do Zoom lessons. I have a student that I teach some, sometimes out of Chicago, mm -hmm. and we do the lessons right over Zoom. And uh, you're also... You're also now at the Guitar Center. Uh, you're going to be teaching at Coconut Creek in the Guitar Center? Yes. Yeah, I, I remember that uh, that particular center is, is well-suited for lessons. I remember when they opened it mm -hmm. some years ago. You know, it seems like you could do a lesson just on a snare drum and go, these are the kind of roles you can do, uh, and, and then you can also focus on the toms and cymbal work. I mean, cymbal work itself is a whole different animal, isn't it? Yes, that's, <laughs> that's so true. You know, and then with the cymbal work is, what I, I listen to for drummers is, do you know as a professional drummer, especially playing with a professional band, like a professional artist like yourself, do you know the function of your cymbals? Because sometimes drummers are playing and they'll play the whole time and you're in a big part of the song and they're supposed to be on the ride somewhere <laughs> and they're still playing on the hi-hat. Yeah, that well, comes to knowing, that's where we talk about knowing your cymbals and knowing which cymbals to use when. You know, if you're in a big part of a song, you're supposed to be up on that ride. It's supposed to be wide open. The, the energy is high. The drums needs to match that energy. You know, or for example, if the band is playing long notes and they're swelling and there needs to be color, then the drummer needs to mimic that from the drums. So how do you mimic that color and those cymbals? You'd mimic that through cymbal swells and using different accents on your cymbals. And it's important to know your cymbals well enough so that you can know what kind of sounds can I get out of each cymbal. Am I get a short sound, sure. a long sound, high sound, low sound? Well, it, it, it reminds me that drums are arguably the most instrumental thing on stage because of the different colorings. Mm -hmm. And if you look at every great band, they all had a drummer that was great that you can, when they were playing, you always knew it was them. 
Absolutely. know, you can always tell when certain drummers are playing just like guitar players because you you are painting that picture, like you say. You know, you're hitting on the ride, how to hit the snare. A lot of times, also is. It's not what you play, but what you don't play that matters. Oh, man. <laughs> That's so true, because sometimes you could be playing too much and getting in the way. You know, uh, uh, a very well-known vocalist, I went to a musician's meetup the mm -hmm. other day, and this very well-known vocalist, Miss Lisa Richards, she says to me, she said, you know, some drummers, they're just drummers, but they're not singers, drummers. Yeah. And I thought about that deeply. Sure. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I said, man, I want to be a singer's drummer. Yeah. Because that's who ultimately, if you don't have your own band as a drummer, as a sideman, that's who you're going to be playing for if you're going to work as a singer. And you have to know how to play behind a singer that they feel comfortable because the singer, you can't have the song too fast because if it's too fast and if you're singing a song, you can attest to this. Or, or, or too loud or, or just inappropriate. I mean... You know, I love so many drummers. You know, I love John Bonham, Buddy Ray, a lot of great drummers. One drummer I always thought that he always played the perfect part was Jeff Porcaro from Toto. Oh, man. That guy, <laughs> they would do a song, and it was like, ah, oh, every drummer would be like, why didn't I think of that beat? Right. <laughs> you know? And and uh, it, it's true. It's not just what he played, but it's what he didn't play. So, in other words, it, it had the music breathing, and there was space there. Mm -hmm. I think guitar players is the same way, too, that you can't always be soloing or playing power chords. And same with singers. You know, you can't always be belting out everything. You have to try and... But that takes time and seasoning and practice mm -hmm. and, and listening. Right. So, you, I think you focus on that. When you take on a student, you... You look at this holistically. You're not just, hey, I'm going to teach you how to beat the drums. Right. You try and teach them, this is how drum patterns should be. This is how you should approach songs. Mm -hmm. This is how you should approach solos. Yes. And this is how you should approach your rudiments, your meter. And, real world uh, application. That's yeah. what I like to call it, real world application. Because when it comes to learning, you can take two approaches. You can take the real world approach and the things that are actually going to be used on the gig and actual it. What what am I going to need in order to say, let's say if somebody came to me, man, one day I want to be able to play drums with Denny Artachi. What do I need? <laughs> Don't use me. Use another professional, please. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play drums for Pink. What do I need yeah. in order to be able to accomplish that type of goal? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, I'm always tr I'm always reinventing myself because I like different tastes in music and mm -hmm. ultimately uh, I mean I'm next uh, next Friday I have the Santana tribute project that I do and mm -hmm. I love it I, lo I I keep telling everybody you know don't go listen to us because of my guitar playing I have full percussion the drummer's great the two percussion guys are great it makes the difference mm -hmm. and and uh, you know it's important to to have your place in there. And I like, ultimately, I'd like to maybe put a project together where we can start off with the jazz, mm -hmm. then do some blues and some rock and some funk and R&B. Because mm -hmm. I think if a band can do that in one sitting, but mm -hmm. I've got to find the right drummer to do that. <laughs> and, you know, someone who can right. play jazz standards, mm -hmm. rock their butts off, mm -hmm. do some R&B, because you know, you need, uh, you need good timing and different flavors to do all that. And uh, ultimately, I'd like to kind of put a project like that together mm -hmm. uh, to play locally and maybe nationally as well. Now, 
you are still going to play. So I want people to know that Jermaine is not just going to teach. He's available to play as well. But you want to try and stay locally as much as you can, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if Fantasia calls me, you know, and she's offering me per diem and <laughs> yeah. X amount of dollars you're, you're of a gone, really right? great yeah. salary, then of course I'll go on the road for a few weeks. But my main focus from now on is my heart is set on teaching, and that's what I really want to focus on is teaching drum lessons. But absolutely, yes, I'm still playing, and I'm definitely available for gigs and to play with other bands and all of that, absolutely. I know that uh, we recorded once with you, me, and Mike, and it the session... We didn't even really rehearse. We just kind of went at it, and it was just great. But the reason why is because you have great meter. Mm-hmm. You have the foundation. You yes. weren't trying to overplay. You were listening, and it it made it easy for me, as you know, as a singer and and a guitar player, to put it down. It, it's just rare to find that uh, in a lot of drummers. There's a lot of great drummers, especially in South Florida. My God, the list. Uh, so it's many that I admire. Line. It really is. Mm-hmm. But for those out there that want to learn, they need to have someone who's got the background like you do. You can play rock. You can do the jazz. You can do the R&B. And there may be some people that just want to play at their church. And you Absolutely. can teach them to do that, you know? That's right. It's, it's, it's not only just for your soul, but they actually pay you to play at church as well, right? Yes. Yeah, that, Absolutely. that's not terrible, folks. <laughs> so if anybody wants, I'm glad you said that. That is actually a niche that I could specialize in because I'm from the church, even yeah. though I play all of these and I have a lot of secular experience from I was in the army band. I'm a veteran just like yourself. And I played in the army band. I played in on cruise ships and I've done the show bands. I played in Broadway shows. All of this is because of being able to read music. But yeah. I also know how to play gospel music and the gospel drumming thing because my first professional gig when I was 14, I was playing drums in gospel groups. Traveling all over Georgia, playing drums. That was my first professional gig. So I can teach you, if you want to learn how to play drums in a church, whether it's from traditional gospel to the new modern churches that are now doing what's called CCM, Contemporary Christian Music, which is actually rock music. Huge, huge following. The congregations are just amazing. And the Christian music is ex- keeps exploding and exploding. Exploded, man. It's huge. Maverick music is huge. Mm-hmm. Elevation music is huge. Mercy Me is huge. Man, the list goes on and on. Heel Song is so many great CCM artists. So if there are drummers who want to learn how to do, how do I learn how to become a CCM drummer? Because that right there, I'm learning that. That's a learning curve that I've had to step into because it's different from just playing regular rock music. Even though CCM has a rock feel, the CCM music is is very specific. It's very part specific. You have to know where you are. It's I, it, now I see the advantage of you learning how to read and to study it because you know you can do it on your own rather than someone teaching you how to do it. Exactly. You can read the music and know you know, what parts are coming. Well, look, uh, I wish you nothing but success, and uh, I hope to play with you and share the stage again. You're a great guy. You know, I hope that uh, listeners or people paying attention will hire you because you are a good Christian person and uh, a great guy, a great musician. And I know ultimately you don't just want to make a living. You want to help people. You you want – you get – you get it back when you teach someone how to be a better drummer and musician. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And that's uh, my goal. It's not just about the money, you know. It's about music living on and creating a legacy and duplicating yourself, giving back to others what someone has gave, given me, the gift of music. Well, you still have a long way to go. You're not an old guy like me. So, uh, <laughs> oh, man, you know, you, ha you, have many, <laughs> you have many years of trials and tribulations. And, uh, you know, I, I try and tell the community, uh, I try and give back to the community. And I've had a, f uh, a few really nice guests on the podcast to promote what they're doing. I've had cancer survivors, spiritual healers, uh, medical professionals, uh, other musicians as well. And I hope, like I said, that uh, people can watch this, listen to it, contact you on Facebook, mm -hmm. maybe take lessons, or hey, maybe even hire you. you if you want to hire a guy who uh, will show up at the gig and do the job, and uh, Jermaine is available. So That's what? Right. tell them the number again to call you. 305-896-4716. Once again, that's 305-896-4716. One six, and you can reach me on all social medias at my social media handle at JD Drumstyles on Instagram at JD Drumstyles on Facebook at JD Drumstyles on TikTok at JD Drumstyles. Now on a personal on YouTube at JD Drumstyles. So you do have a YouTube channel, okay? Yes. Now, it's so funny because he's a good friend of ours, but you've taught Maurice's son to play, and you're mm -hmm. making a prediction he's going to be a better drummer than he is. Actually, absolutely. <laughs> so, Maurice, it's not too late for you to take some because uh, But actually, <laughs> he doesn't mind that his son's going to be a better drummer than him. I think he, yeah, he dreams he and that. he loves that. Yeah, so. Yeah. Son's going to be better than me, too. That's my goal. I Anytime I... Me personally, have I've thought about choosing a teacher. I've always wanted to choose a teacher who has the mindset that I don't want you to be good as me. I want you to be better than me. And I'm trying to give you the tools to surpass where I am. And that's my goal for all of my students. I want anyone that comes under my tutelage. I don't want you to be me. And I'm definitely not going to be jealous of you and not help you to be better than me. That is the goal. I want you to expand upon what I'm giving you and take it to new heights and new dimensions and make the drum world a better place for us all. I wish uh, some of these great guitar players that I admire in South Florida would do that with me. Teach me how to be better and give me some of your skill sets. This old dog can still learn a few tricks, all right? So, uh, listen, always a pleasure, man. I consider you a good friend. And uh, Jermaine Dukes, ladies and gentlemen, gifted drummer, great person. And thanks for listening in on the Denny Artachi Show. I'm not sure who my next guest is, but uh, keep listening. You can catch me on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, uh, all the major you know places where you can find the podcast show. Make it a great day. Turn off the TV and stop watching so much damn news, all right? Right. <laughs> Take care and God bless, folks. Thanks.